Welcome to another episode of the DSDS Walk Show. Walk Show, Walk Show, Walk Show. Ladies and gentlemen, thank you for being here with me today for another edition of the DS Walk Show. I'm your host, DS. And you know, feels good to be back here on Anchor Podcast, even though I was on here yesterday. And yesterday we talked about how Doc Rivers was fired by the Clippers and now how is he meeting with teams for potential head coaching job. So as we speak right now, he is meeting with the Philadelphia 76ers about their coaching vacancy. And hopefully by the end of tonight, we will know something. Because Hedra Perkins of ESPN, former basketball player, former player Doc Rivers. He had let it be known that the 76ers and Doc Rivers have been talking for a while now. So, hopefully by Anna tonight, hopefully before the finals or after the finals, we'll have an announcement. I'm, I'm jumping the gun and saying that because there's no way in the world Doc Rivers should not leave Philadelphia without that head coaching position. The Philadelphia 76 might do everything they can to make Doc Rivers their new head coach and make sure he doesn't leave Philly till he accepts the contract. He signs that contract. I don't care what you got to give him. I'm quite sure money is not or won't be a big issue. Whatever Doc Rivers wants, they better give it to him. They better give it to him. So that's what we talked about yesterday. So today, we're going to preview the NBA Finals between the Heat and the Lakers. Something I didn't get to yesterday. We're going to get to it today. But first, before we get to that, I got to give y'all some baseball scores because baseball playoffs has undergone. It started yesterday and it's continuing today. So right now, in the bottom of the second inning, the Tampa Bay Rays lead the Toronto Blue Jays seven to nothing in the best of three. Highlighted by Zunino, two run home run in the second. But then Renfro hits a grand salami. Three hundred and fifty-six feet. And now the Tampa Bay Rays lead the Toronto Blue Rays seven nothing. And I gotta tell you, it's over. Cause yesterday Blake Snell blanketed the Blue Jays one nothing. It's over with. The Blue Jays had a nice season. Gotta give them a lot of credit for making their way back into the postseason. They have been in the postseason over a decade. Good to see him back. Look, when I say over a decade, we talking about the Blue Jays have not made the playoffs since the crew of Edwin and Carnacion was in Toronto. I forgot the other guy's name. Jose, I forgot his name. But it's been a long time. So it was good to see Blue Jays back. 
It's good to see that young players stepped up this season, even though it's only 60 games. They got a lot to look forward to down the road next season. They got a hell of a young core led by Vladimir Guerrero Jr. Again, the Tampa Bay Rays lead trying to Blue Jays 7-0. Yes, I'm calling my shot. I'm calling this over because I don't see the Blue Jays making a comeback. Especially against the Tampa Bay Rays who has, who has the best pitching staff, not only in the American League, but the best pitching staff in baseball. Also today, going on, top of the six, the Oakland A's lead the Chicago White Sox 5-0 where the White Sox lead this best of three six one game to none. In the bottom of the eight, game one on ABC, the Miami Marlins, the upstart out of nowhere, Miami Marlins lead the Chicago Cubs 5-1 in the bottom of the eight. Earlier games, the final in Atlanta, 13 innings. The Atlanta Braves beat the Cincinnati Reds 1-0. And I got to say, out to Trevor Bauer. He showed up today. He had over 10 strikeouts. I think he ended with 11 or 12, but he had over 10. It's a shame that he didn't get the decision. He didn't get the win. But he had a hell of a game. Man, props to him. And look, Cincinnati, another team who hasn't been in the postseason for a very long time. It was good as well to see them back in the postseason. They battled to play good D. This was a very good game. But Atlanta had to win it. one nothing. Final in the 13th inning. Game two is tomorrow. Also, those Houston Astros swept the Minnesota Twins. Three to, beat the Minnesota Twins 3-1. Eventually sweeping the Minnesota Twins out of the wild card as the Houston Astros advanced to play the winner of the Chicago White Sox. And the Oakland A's. Minnesota loser streak in the postseason is now extended to 18 games. I got to tell you guys. And, and listen, no knock on the Twins. They had a good season. Matter of fact, Minnesota has been one of those up-and-coming teams over the last two, three years where they made the postseason. They just can't get a win. You know, you, you think, you know, with the talent that they have, that they could have inked out one win in the postseason. One win. They have some, they have what? Some of the best home run hitters in baseball. They got a decent pitching staff. They got a good mixture of young players to veteran players. This team, this, this, <laughs> you know, I'm not going to say the Minnesota Twins under cheating because they did came back and win their division. But it's something about the postseason in the Minnesota Twins. They just can't win the game. They can't get over that hump. Again, the Houston Astros, the team that everyone hates, beat the Minnesota Twins 3-1 to and sweep the Twins out of the postseason. Two games, none, as they move on to the next round to face the winner of Oakland and Chicago. Later on today, we're going to have St. Louis against San Diego. And the Yankees will try to sweep tonight, beat the Cleveland Cavaliers. Ooh, how about I say the Cleveland Cavaliers? Nah, 
the Cleveland Indians, 6 o'clock on ESPN. Will the Indians get back in here and win? Or will the Mad Bombers, the New York Yankees, the Dark Vader of baseball, will they ink out a win and sweep the tribe out of the postseason? Just like their counterpart, the Minnesota Twins. We will find out. And if, and if the Cleveland Indians get sweep or lose this wild card series to the Yankees, we can go ahead and chalk up and say the AL Central is having a bad postseason run. But it all depends. It all depends what the White Sox do in game three. Because right now they're down five nothing, going to the bottom of the six, and it, and my and look again. In my opinion, I do believe that the Oakland A's will win this. I'm just saying one man's opinion. I could be wrong, but I do believe the Oakland A's might win this game. Oh, and the Toronto Blue Jays got on the board as they now trail. The Tampa Bay Rays 7-1 with the home run by Jansen to left field, 452 feet. What a excuse me, 432 feet. What a blast! What a blast! Again, welcome to the DS Walk Show. I just gave you guys a baseball preview because I know we got baseball fans on here. So let's get down to business here. You know what time it is. I know what time it is. It's NBA Finals. It's the Heat versus the Lakers. LeBron James versus his former team. La La Land versus South Beach. Jimmy Butler is on the scene, ladies and gentlemen. Jimmy Butler right now has officially solidified himself as a superstar. Now he has to go out here in the NBA Finals and perform like one. And the reason why I bring up Jimmy Butler, because Jimmy Butler was making some noise since the Heat been in the bubble. He's definitely been making some noise since the Heat has made the finals. And today, and like yesterday, like any other time, Jimmy Butler will tell you that the Miami Heat are not underdogs in the Bay final against the Lakers. He will also tell you that the Miami Heat had never been underdogs in these playoffs, not in this bubble. Even if the Miami Heat were not playing in the bubble, Jimmy Butler will tell you that the Miami Heat are not underdogs and that he expected to be here regardless of what we think, the pundits think, or the rest of the league think. The Miami Heat, who I felt was a nightmare in matchup because there's no team in the Eastern Conference that match up well against them. You've seen it. They beat the Pacers, they beat the Bucks, and they beat the Celtics. They are a matchup in nightmare. And on top of that, they got shooters. Something that most teams in the bubble did not have. But Miami Heat has shooters, snipers, specialists who are young. And then, on top of that, 
Reinsurgence. Reinsurgence. Or the Androgyne. The coming out party of BAM. Along with Tyler Hero. Jay Crowder found his form. It was knocking down threes all throughout this postseason. Especially against the Milwaukee Bucks. Definitely against the Boston Celtics. Eric Sprostra, who is the most underrated coach in the NBA, who doesn't get the credit he deserves for what he has done throughout his illustrious career as a head coach, especially when he coached LeBron James, Dwayne Wade, and Chris Bosh. He didn't get the credit he deserved for winning those back-to-back championships because they were going to say, look, man, you got three of the top players in the NBA. He doesn't get that credit. He's a very, very good coach. And don't forget, he is a Pat Riley disciple. He has learned from the best. He has learned from one of the best to ever coach this game. He deserves a lot of credit. Eric Spolstra, in my humble opinion, and I know a lot of people in it, a lot of former players on the Miami Heat, and even a lot of former players who played against the Heat, or former coach or current coaches, Eric Spolstra will be a Hall of Fame head coach. It's, it's one thing that he will be the all-time winners coach in Miami Heat history, because he will. Eric Spolstra is a Hall of Fame coach. This man, excellent and old wise, knows how to get his team in the right position. And by the way, and by the way, and by the way, by playing a zone defense against the Boston Celtics, taking them out their game, playing that zone defense against the Miami Heat, taking them out their game. That's coaching, ladies and gentlemen. That's coaching 101. That's coaching from one of the best coaches in the league. I'm not just saying that because the Miami Heat are in the finals. I'm saying that because the man track record speaks for itself. I'm saying that because this man basically can work what he has and make this team, who I felt that was probably no better than a six or seven seed, because I felt all those pieces together probably won jail right away. He had take took in this team and led them to the finals. Even last year, even the year before, where we thought the Miami Heat will probably not make the postseason. He led them to the playoffs. He took a bunch of scrappy, hard-nosed, hard-working bench warmers, except for Dwayne Wade, Hall of Famer, Bam, you know, wasn't really ready coming to his own. Duncan Robinson really didn't know who you got. But he took a lot of players who will probably be no better than a reserve player with the exception of Bam, with the exception of Dwayne Wade, and got them into the postseason. We can always look back and play. Well, Diaz, what about those other years they make the postseason? Okay, they just won talent, though. But 
they weren't an easy out. When you played the Miami Heat, you was going to feel the Miami Heat. You will have to pack your lunch and then some to beat the Miami Heat, regardless if there was a good team or not, because that's all the credit, because that's came from Eric Spolstra. And now you have this team, which is led by Jimmy Butler, who, in fact, fits what the Miami Heat is, their culture, the way they play basketball. He fits them. They're a perfect match. And lead this team to the NBA Finals. That's an amazing job from Coach Spokes. And not only that, that's a hell of a job from these players for playing as one. Now, I got to agree with Jimmy Butler. I don't think the Miami Heat's an underdog. I said this once, I say this again. There's no home quarter. Everything in the bubble is basically you playing on the level playing field. There is no advantage. It's just team against team, talent versus talent. Who's tougher? Who wants it more? We got two of the teams right here right now who are tough, who plays tough defense, and have difference makers. Now, if you're the Miami Heat and you're on defense, you're playing against the Lakers, in my humble opinion, if you want to beat the Lakers, you're going to have to outplay them. You're going to have to out-tough them. You're going to have to go at them. You're not going to slow down LeBron James. LeBron James is the best player in basketball, best player in the world as some of us might say. And he lived for these moments in the NBA Finals. LeBron James is a different type of dude in the NBA Finals because he lives for these moments. So you're not going to stop LeBron James. But that don't mean that you can't rough him up a little bit. That don't mean you can't make him four shots. That don't mean you can destroy any type of defense out and confuse him a little bit. Because you can't do that. You can push around Anthony Davis. You can get physical with their guards if you're the Miami Heat. And when you're on offense, you got snipers. Use them. You got Bam. Bam is one of the top young two-way big men who I call a fab and deep, a guy who can score, a guy who can play defense, a guy who can bring the ball up and run the offense like a guard, a guy who can give you that energy and that spark when the team doesn't have it, and more importantly, a guy who can change the game. That's Bam. And if you remind me, Heat, you want to get Bam involved early. You want to take advantage of Bam because the way Bam plays, he can get Dwight Howard and JaVale McGee in foul trouble early. Get him involved early. If you're Jimmy Butler, you might might want to stick to LeBron. 
you might want to force him to tell shots. If he makes them, that's fine. That's a good offense. But force him to give up the ball. Actually, I don't want to say that. Force him to shoot the ball. We all know LeBron James is one of the best passers in the NBA. But he's not a very good shooter. Don't let him get to his sweet spot. Don't let Anthony Davis get to his spot. If you can... Man, I want to say, you know... If you basically take Anthony Davis out of this game, you have a chance to beat the Lakers. If you can force Marquise Morris, if you can force Rajon Rondo, KCP, Alice Caruso, then you hang your hat side. But whatever you do, do not let LeBron James get going with his passes. Do not let LeBron James get a full steam ahead going downhill to the basket. And don't let Anthony Davis start. Don't don't just don't let Anthony Davis hit those two jump shots. You're gonna have to force these guys to play uncomfortable. As they say, LeBron James said long time Lakers, we are built different. LeBron James on the anybody the whole team is mentally strong, but everybody else, or I should say Rondo as well, but everybody else that's different. You get anybody else's head, you might have a chance. On the flip side, if you the Lakers, you gotta solve that zone defense the Miami Heat plays. So far, it has shut down the Greek Freak, it has shut down Tatum, it shut down Jalen Brown. It has shut down the Indiana Pacers. And number two, you're going to have to stop their shooters. You're going to have to slow down Duncan Robinson. You're going to have to slow down Tyler Hero. You're going definitely going to have to slow down Gordon Dragic because he found his game in this bubble. If the Miami Heat get going and start hitting those threes, it's going to be like South. And you are going to have to find a way to get Bam in foul trouble because Bam is a man on a mission. Him and Jimmy Butler, when they're on, you forget about it. I don't care who you are. Jimmy Butler is like, in my opinion, he's a he's like LeBron in the way where Jimmy Butler is not going to do a lot offensively in the first three quarters. Yeah, he might have like 15, 20 points. You will never know. But when it comes to that fourth quarter, Jimmy Butler going to try to close you out. What I mean by close you out, he's going to try to close you out with timely shots and good D. So if you're the Lakers, you're going to have to find a way. You're going to have to find a way to contain Jimmy Butler. You're going to have to find a way to get him off his game. Now, Jimmy Butler, if you can frustrate him. You can force Jim Butler into bad shots. If you do that, you have a chance. But here's the X factor in this whole thing, and I've been saying this throughout the postseason for the Lakers. 
If Anthony Davis plays like Anthony Davis supposed to, if Anthony Davis plays like a motivated man, like he's the best player in basketball, the best player in the NBA, in which, my opinion, I just say LeBron James is the best player in the world. But I do believe Anthony Davis is the best player in the NBA. I know. How can I say that? But just, just trust me on this one. If Anthony Davis plays like he's the best player in the NBA, if he gets to his sweet spots in the block, if those three-point shots are falling, if he's back there dean you up swat shots before you get to the rim, then I'm going to have to agree with Kendrick Perkins when he said that Miami, Miami has no way in the hell they have no chance of beating the Los Angeles Lakers. If Anthony Davis is on, if Anthony Davis is playing a man possessed, yes, then the Miami Heat has no chance of beating the Los Angeles Lakers. But they do. Because, again, I always feel if you got a team that plays defense, they're, all, they're always going to find a way to keep you in the game. And in this bubble, Lakers, the Miami Heat, they play two, two teams here that are that can play two-way. Very good. Good offense, great defense. That's why they're never out of a ball game. Because they excel on the defensive end. And then that their defense leads them to playing good offense. That's why both teams are never out of the game. That's why I think this this game. This finals, it's not going to be a sweep. It's going to be very entertaining. It's, it's a lot of plot lines here. It's, it's a very compelling story that's about to be told tonight. And I don't see the Miami Heat being swept. I think the Miami Heat might get two games. But if the Miami Heat get that confidence that, you know, hey, we can beat the Lakers, the Miami Heat might win the NBA championship. We already know the Lakers are heavy favorites. We know everybody and their mama, including mine and my grandmother, are picking the Lakers to win. And there's nothing wrong with that. But trust me, you don't want to put all your eggs in one basket. Because the Miami Heat, who everyone thought that they would never get past Milwaukee Bucks, except for <clears throat> Jacoby or Jalen Jacoby show. No one didn't expect the Miami Heat get past the Boston Celtics. Except with Dwayne Wade. Don't count out the Miami Heat. I'm telling you, do not count these boys out. And again, I just said, Spokes is one of the best coaches in the NBA. Frank Vogel has never, ever coached NBA Finals. So don't think that's not an advantage. Don't think that Spokes will be playing chess. Don't think that he won't make the right moves. But the one thing that Vogel got on his side is that he got the smartest man in basketball right now playing for him, and that's LeBron James. And also, don't count out the Jason Kidd factor, because Jason Kidd not only 
play in the NBA Finals three times. He won a championship. So don't think that Vogel won't lean heavily on Jason Kidd and on LeBron James. I mean, Jay, don't don't forget, Jason Kidd was on that 2011 team, Dallas Mavericks that beat the Miami Heat. So don't think that he doesn't know Eric Spolstra. Don't think that he doesn't know how Eric Spolstra coaches. So don't be surprised if you see Vogel leans, leans on Jason Kidd and on LeBron James. I don't know about you guys, I'm excited. NBA Finals, game one tonight at 9 p.m. Eastern on ABC. Heat, Lakers, game one for the NBA championship. Best out of seven. Woo, I cannot wait. I cannot wait. I mean, how often you get to see Pat Riley, one of the greatest coaches of all time, now running the Miami Heat. He is going up against the team that he won five championships with. And we know how much he loves the Miami Heat and their culture. He also loves the Lakers. And remember, he was one of the guys, he was one of the main men who, create, who created Showtime. Heat, Lakers, game one tonight. Watch it like I will. All right, guys. This has been one of these crazy days. It's been a crazy show. I got a crazy day going on. So I'm going to holler at you, everybody, later. Watch game one. Watch some baseball. Loving this. I'm out. Peace.